<clears throat> Hi, welcome. This is Nick Flanagan Weekly. I'm Nick. It's Christmas in August. If you consider Christmas when there's a new episode of this podcast, and that's what I consider Christmas around my parts. What did you used to do for Christmas? I, Jewish mother, father of a Christian background, and I would have... We would have, we'd see a movie Christmas Day, but we'd also possibly see a movie Christmas Eve if we had plans Christmas Day, and we'd get Chinese food Christmas Eve. And then on Christmas Day, when I was a kid, we'd go to my grandma's house and have the presents with the cousins and the uncles and the aunts. And unfortunately, I mean the bugs as well as the sisters of the father. Thank you so much for coming. Uh, if you heard me drink, I'm very sorry. That was a Mott's Clamato Caesar, which uh, I should probably apologize to some of you as well if uh, for drinking that if you are from, I don't know, I don't know where they have this outside of Canada, but I'm sure it's not just here. I'm sure places in Europe do this, but... A Caesar in Canada is a drink called Mott's Clamato. Mott, I knew, is a country that company that made applesauce, but they also make tomato juice. Or should I say clamato juice? Because it's clam and tomato together at last. And I'd love to know about the origin of that combination. I'm sure there's a good reason. And then you put salt on the rim, you combine it with vodka, voila, you have a Caesar. Clam, tomato, vodka, and then I guess the whole, I don't think it's a trend anymore, but people would put like a million things to garnish the Caesar. I can garnish, it's only garnished by the can itself. This is a canned special reserve edition of the Caesar, 4% alcohol, so I'll be fine. First drink of the night. Cat sitting, as I sometimes do, back at my mom's place, the place where I was raised by rock and roll. I was a teenager. This is, we landed in this neighborhood, and I walked out the door and I said, "Cool video store, cool record store, cool comic store. Where, where am I? What's this all about?" And then I went down a path of fascination. Degradation, hallucination, and um, education, but not the kind that you show on most resumes. You know, if I put on my resume to get a job at uh, MIT as a professor, if I wrote, was on the permanent guest list when I was 13 at Sneaky D's so I could get in shows for free. Even though I was underage. I ain't getting hired at MIT. Now, if I tell that to a comedian in LA, in the green room, while we're waiting to do a show, they're going to say, that's, that's awesome, that's so cool. And then, they will not acknowledge me at a party later in their career. So who's the winner? 
Today, this week, am I the winner? I don't know. Oh my gosh. Let me tell you, I'd love to do more of these podcasts. I really would. I've been trying to do this all week. Get down for an episode, but there's always something. I'm not even just taking care of my one cat, Manny, at my mom's place. This is easy breezy. Manny comes over, he meows a bunch. He jumps on my lap. He, like, needs, you know, with a K. He, like, needs my tummy with his big gray paws. And he he eventually gets, like, too into it, and he tries to bite me, and I go, get off me. He's majestic, though. So you got to give him some leeway. Majestic creatures sometimes uh, lose their crap. And I know that because I am one. But no, I'm also helping with a dog. I'm helping with another cat. Doing some other stuff. And then on top of that, let me tell you. Any one of you guys listening to podcast, if you got COVID which I just got, not just now, but like at the beginning of July. How tired are you afterwards? I like rest in order to, you know, take a brief nap, recharge. Now it's like an hour and a half, an hour, two hours. So I've totally missed out on doing podcasts just because I was so exhausted. And yes, I was exhausted before because of some strange medical items I take, but not the same kind of exhaustion. Not to mention, I'm also on this endless crusade of selling crap. But boy, did that bite me in the butt last night. Let me tell you. Let me tell you the tale. Well, I don't really want to get into it. But currently, I don't have my phone. I don't know when I'll get it back either. This is so humiliating. I should not share it. But essentially, through a variety of bad serendipity, I donated something to a thrift store called Value Village last night. Put it in a bag so they might think, because <laughs> I was ashamed I was just donating one book. Man, it turned out I donated by accident my cellular phone. I realized this early on. They said I'd have to fill out a form. Called them back today. I mean, literally, as soon as I found, as soon as I couldn't find my phone, I was like, uh, can you help me? And then today I was like, can you help me? And they're like, we'll, we'll, we'll call you tomorrow. We'll call you tomorrow. These, so right now Value Village is pouring through garbage to find my phone, which I know is there because I keep looking at my Find My iPhone. It says it's there. At least I guess the power died recently. Sad. Feels like a Tamagotchi I, I, left, I let down. One of those e-pets. Before, kids, before we had e-cigarettes, we had e-pets. And let me tell you, they were a lot healthier, unless you didn't feed them, in which case they died, and you learned about the death of a pet. I don't know if it, if a Tamagotchi died, if you just had to buy a new Tamagotchi toy. 
I'd also like to know what year it was that Tamagotchis were a thing, because I really couldn't tell you. 2000? 2001? Damned if I know. Damned if I don't. Isn't that the saying? Um, yeah, so I don't have my phone. And I need it for, I don't know what, I kind of like not having it, especially because here at my mom's, my mom's, there's a landline. I'm crazy for the landline. Love the landline. It's a beautiful thing. And, uh, you know, I'm not out and about worrying about my phone not being on me, but I did have to do something for a couple of hours today where I guess I would have preferred having my phone to have something to do. Plus, if I want to be posting to eBay, Depop, Grailed, Vinted, then I'll need the phone. The apps are on the phone. Put me in front of the computer. I'm just like, where's my game emulator? Where is Reddit? Put me on the phone. Where is the business app? I'm all business on the phone. Computer, leisure time. Not counting when I'm doing the potty. Uh, potty? Okay. You could call me a potty mouth, but that's with two D's, baby. So, lose the phone, scramble around doing my tasks today. Do another thing. Park. Pay for parking. Oops. I didn't park in a parking spot. Ticket. So then I got a ticket at the end of the day. I don't like ADD that much. I would rather that my brain were not always trying to operate by habit and um, intuitive response as it happened before. Because does that make sense? Let me back up here. I think my ADHD is controlled is main is is what would you call it um tamed um by by some level of routine some level of expectation of when something happens this will be the result action reaction past experience in fact the whole reason i lost the phone was because i was very tired Decided to go to one last value village. And I don't even like the value village. I shouldn't say this because I want them to give me my phone back. But God, their prices are insane. You know, they're telling me, I call them, they're like, oh, the phone's probably out on the floor being sold. It literally has a sign on it that says, this is lost. Call this number. And they're telling me it's being sold. And bless these employees. They're not the, you can tell. Whatever's happening back there at Value Village, it ain't going it ain't going well for the people there. They should unionize. But we I should talk to them about getting items on uh, on the side. So if I I think the union they should form a union and the union boss should be like, the special guys, Nick, if we find something good, it's free for him. Unlimited. Especially given the phone thing. But yeah, it's, I mean, and I go to this other thrift store 
Salvation Army. That's the kind of place where you come back, you know, you you buy something and you're like, oh, it's broken. Come back five minutes later, ten minutes later, the same one. Find the person. You say, look, I know, I know this is electronics or a disc and they are not exchangeable. But like, I couldn't get this to work. Can I just switch it with another? And you know what? If you're nice about it, they might let you. It's called logic, making the choice in the moment. Anyway, I digress. My point about the ADHD was, I'm like, oh, I want to get a coupon. I mean, I want to help society by donating something. Um, But there's a coupon at the end of the rainbow for donating. Um, I have this thesaurus, paper, small paperback thesaurus. This counts. And then put it in a bag. It'll seem like a more exciting donation if you put it in a bag. Okay. Then in my head, I'm like, I'm taking this bag into the store. And I don't have anywhere to put my phone. I'll put it in the bag. I've put my phone in bags before. Phone in the bag. Donation made. Where's my phone? Where is my phone, Value Village? Give it. Give it to me. But here's the thing. I'm driving. Not right now. I'm sitting right now. Looking at a large... Luke Skywalker figurine. Very large. In his Stormtrooper disguise. Anyway. Driving. I don't have the phone. So I can't do the Bluetooth. Can't do the streamers musics. Got a different... Gotta do something different. Well, guess what? My thrifting ain't just for profit. In fact, it probably is really not for profit. It's because I'm just like, hey, someone's going to want to buy this thing I like, nine times out of ten. You know, sealed copy of Lethal Weapon 4? That's not even something I like, and I bought it. Anyway. So I put, I got CDs. I get CDs at these thrift places. They're still inexpensive there. So what did I put on today? Put on, well, yesterday it was Jamie Walters. Jamie Walters played the character Ray Pruitt on Beverly Hills 90210 for like two seasons. He, they, they made, they, they painted his character into a corner and made him so mean that the audience turned on him and they had to get rid of him. But the guy was, they were angling him to be a teen heartthrob, and he was also a musician. Guys, he had a song called Hold On. They played on 9210 all the time. But it's not on the DVDs, because there's no licensed music allowed on the DVDs. Just an aside, if you're getting those DVDs. The show's still amazing, but it doesn't have the music. Anyway, I bought Jamie Walters' album, self-titled. Ten tracks. Enjoyable-ish. But it's an interesting study of a man. (laughs) A man who played Ray Pruitt. Remember The Heights? That was like the first thing he appeared on. I think he did vocals on the song, How Do You Talk to an Angel? How do you talk to an angel? When the master found 
And I'm feeling, I'm feeling, and the dogs begin to smell her. Where you gonna go? Hey, the dogs to find you. A time, times make it for tomorrow to find you. Sorry, I mean, I I just wanted to take it into a more Stone Temple Pilots and Pilotsian direction there for a moment. Um, put that on. Then today, you know what I threw on? These are all. First of all, there's this really bizarre sampler CD from like Universal Music, where it's. One band, three songs, a Jerry Seinfeld bit. Next band, three songs, another Jerry Seinfeld bit, and on and on. But uh, but it doesn't even make sense. It's like first we have, um, who's the first band? New Radicals, Jerry Seinfeld bit. Eels, if you remember the Eels, Jerry Seinfeld bit. Real Big Fish, Jerry Seinfeld bit. After that. And then Lisa Loeb. And then it goes into R&B. Monica, Monifa. None of this makes sense. I had to buy it. It's a universal music sampler that uh, offers uh, Jerry Seinfeld bits. And let me tell you, this stuff holds up. I was, we were laughing there in the car. So, can have all the problems we want with Jerry Seinfeld. Some of that stuff's funny. Yeah, I don't I don't care who you are, some of that stuff's funny. Kill Bill 2 soundtrack. Organized by the RZA. Remember Kill Bill? Quentin Tarantino's Duology featuring Uma Thurman, David Carradine. Great soundtrack. First one, great soundtrack, also by the RZA. Second one, great soundtrack, also by the RZA. I guess, like, I think it, it, it's mostly, what do you call it, selected? But man, there's some interesting tracks on this one, so I put that on, I enjoyed it. My friend Paul Mortimer. Saw him a while ago. And Paul... Used to have he he plays with Jennifer Castle. He's played plays in a band called Hundred Dollars. He's a great musician, really nice guy. Um, I first met him like in the early two thousands, and he had a band called The Pauls with another guy named Paul. And lo and behold, I found their demo CD, if you want to call it. I forget what it's called. It's called like. Paul's to the wall, or Paul's over everything, or, you know, pen Paul's. And so I put it on. It was a blast from the past. Lo-fi. But let me tell you, you hear it? You hear a 19-year-old Paul play? You go, this guy's got it. This guy's got talent. So... Uh, you don't sleep on CDs. And if you're interested in purchasing some CDs at heightened prices, you can get a hold of me. <laughs> you know, some of my favorite listeners are in Australia. And it also happens to be one of my least favorite places to ship to. Had some real bad experiences there. I believe I got a ticket. What is going on with me? Parking ticket. Oh, the eBay 
problems, forget about it. I've had I've had some eBay problems, not a ton, but enough. Anyway, I saw the movie Nope. Yep. It's good. You should see it. I liked it. If you like a little kind of in the M Night Shyamalan Shyamalan vibe. Not the same at all, but in the world, uh, like the tone he inhabits or something. But it was cool. Very different than Get Out. Um, And I didn't see the one, Us. I don't like movies that make me feel like I'm part of something. Us. Oh. I just want to be me. Hang on, I have to type my password. To my computer. Don't don't guess it from the typing sound. Yeah, it was nice. Went to the theater. Saw saw nice actors. Saw it with a couple pals. I had movie nachos. Normally it's popcorn. I was gifted some movie nachos and they warmed the cheese. That's all I want. Warm queso. And uh, that was what I was handed. So, thumbs up on the movie nachos. But the movie was better. Luckily in this case. Mm. I wrote a cat sitting song. Might as well read you the lyrics. It's called Give Me the Key. Show me the pet. Write down the rules. Give me the key. I'm a cat caretaker. Been been dealt a hand that's cruel. Too tired to do art or bake. I will never own a fortress or a lake. But I can feed your dog if it's nice. Please write down the rules. Tell them to me twice. Give me the keys. Your animal I'll please. For extra I can water trees. Afterwards, your cheese is gone. And I will carry on. Give me the keys. Slash give me the key. Trying to look at like, oh, here. Yeah. So it's a non-stop carnival having adult hyperactive disorder. I don't think that's what it stands for. But I'm an adult now. And it's very tiring. Very tiring. Very tiring screwing up this much. But, you know, I think that maybe the right attitude is just that this mistake will pass. Some things will go right. Some things will go wrong. It's not actually that different from a lot of other people's lives. Calm down. Relax. Ask for help. Don't ask for too much help. Don't be annoying. But make sure you ask a lot of questions. But don't be annoying about it. Am I annoying people? Oh my god, am I annoying? I better not leave the house. I'm spiraling. But the cat's nice. And you know what? 
And if I go to the bank and deposit five dollars, I'll have I'll have reason to leave the house. I'll do that. Oh, the sun's out. It's so nice. Oh, look, it's a street cat. Look at that dog. It's one of those very small dash guns. And you know, I'm not trying to let it go. You know, I'm an ADD. Whoa, it's all about looking at birds and squirrels and then you're reading the history of the 20th uh, king of Siam. No, no, no. It's a lot of self-evisceration on top of that squirrel watching. But you know, that's okay. And the other thing is, you know, dealing now with all this grieving and stuff, it's like, uh... I don't know. It's it's just a lot of behavioral, conf- like just a lot of insecurity about my feelings, and whether they're valid or not. How did I get here? I was just singing Sun Temple Pilots like two minutes ago, and suddenly I'm doubting the very existence of security in my being. I mean, I gotta be secure. I was just rocking out. Scott Wyland, I gotta be secure. I'm putting this out. This, that thing I just said, vulnerability, it's going out there into the world because I don't care anymore. Because I'm a bad boy and I don't care anymore. And you know what? The person who doesn't care anymore gets the most reward. That is what I've learned from America. Folks, be careful with your deals. I'm going to give you a little tip here. You know when I'm talking about deals, you go on Facebook Marketplace, I'll buy this, I'll buy that. And you go on whatever. Whatever your website is. Poshmark. Poshmark, am I pronouncing that right? Um, here's if you're buying video games, I do have a tip for you. Because having come back to my mom's place, there were a couple of items I left here. Thought I'd rev them up again, see how they're doing. I had two Xbox 360 360 systems here. Neither of these bad boys work anymore. One of them, the uh, disk drive won't open. The other one has something called the Red Ring of Death. This is famous with the Xbox 360 console. Xbox 360, by the way, excellent video game system. Very, I'm very impressed. I have another one at home that works. And I got to tell you, this Xbox 360, way more. Way more fun than I would have ever expected. It's really good. And this red ring of death, though, is a famous problem with this console. You turn it on, the green light of means go comes on. Oh, that's what's supposed to happen. But what happened with this one here is I turn it on, the green starts, and then it's a red ring. It's like it's just red, and it doesn't do anything. And this happens all the time to Xbox 360s. It's called the Red Ring of Death. So what I'm trying to say is this. If you are buying an Xbox 360 from somebody, 
on one of these platforms. From Craigslist on down the alphabet. Give it a test first. Because these, these people don't know. Maybe their 360 worked last month or last year, but they haven't used it in years. Give it a test. I'm sure this is some kind of karmic punishment. So, but you know, here's what I'm going to do. Here's what I'm going to do. Two non-working consoles. When did I get them? I got them both. Thank you for asking. I got them both separate from one another in bundles with other things. So it's not like all the money went to waste. But, uh, but I don't think I bought them for that much. But um, here's what I'm going to do. For sale, two Xbox 360 consoles for parts, $10. There you go. $10 in my pocket. Someone's going to buy it, right? I'll keep you in the loop if that if someone is going to buy it, because I, I genuinely don't know. No controllers, no cords, two consoles, four parts, $10. Thank you, and good night. And thank you for listening. Uh, I'm doing some comedy shows in Toronto, August 11th, at the Transac, 11 p.m., that same night, I'll also be at Laugh Sabbath, a little bit earlier, like 9.30, Comedy Bar. And then Sunday, the 14th of August, I will be at Transac again. With um, And that's all in Toronto. And hopefully I have more shows. God damn it. God damn it. But here's the deal. You know, if you got kids, more power to you. How you're holding up in this world with these extra mouths, I'll never know. But you're doing it and be proud. And if you don't got kids, that mouth of yours, you're keeping it fed and you should be proud as well. And you know what? I may be a scurrilous wanderer, but I got a little pride too. And because of that, I'm going to finish my Clamato. Press these Xbox 360 buttons until the ring ain't red no more. And think about what I just did. I'll be back. Keep it real.